When we have an internal conflict, we experience an inner split in which one part of us wants to do one thing while another part of us wants to do something different. And unless we engage with our inner conflict with awareness, openness, maturity, and gentleness, we tend to see things as black or white and consider them as a zero-sum game. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. In this episode, I have something different for you. I want to share with you about my personal journey to having a voice that counts. And towards the end of the episode, I'll invite you to make use of a very important transformative communication tool. So let's dive in. As you know, especially if you've been following me for some time, I am from Argentina. I was born and raised in Argentina, and my whole biological family is in Argentina. In fact, I'm the only person in my family who's living in another country. A lot of people ask me why I came to the United States, and while that's a bit of a long story, what I will share with you now is that I came to the United States for the first time when I was 15 years old. I convinced my parents to relinquish throwing the traditional 15-year-old coming-of-age party for me. I asked them to give me the money instead and to let me be part of an international exchange student program. So I came to the U.S. and lived with a delightful host family, the Hines, in Western Massachusetts. This was a life-changing experience for me. Also, in a very short amount of time, this family, the Hines and I, developed a lot of love for each other, and we kept in touch for years after my stay with them. Years later, when I was 28 years old, I came back to visit them. At that time, I was living in the Caribbean. And that second visit was life-changing again. I arrived in Boston, and a few days later, I got offered a job. It was a job as a teacher in a public school in the outskirts of Boston. And well, as the saying goes, the rest is history. Many years later, I married Matthew and then moved to the Bay Area in California. For 12 years, I lived in the United States as a permanent resident. I had what's called the green card, although it's white. Yes, it's a white card. It's not green at all. During that time, people would ask me if I wanted to become a U.S. citizen. And truthfully, I had an internal conflict about it. A part of me knew that it is here in the United States where I have my life, my family with Matthew and my dear friends, my chosen family. Another part of me felt scared that having a U.S. citizenship would be hurtful to my Argentinian family. I knew some people in my family didn't approve that I had left Argentina and was living in other countries. 
When I left Argentina, a lot of young people with university degrees and advanced skills were leaving the country. I was part of a phenomenon called brain drain, which refers to the migration of educated or professional people from one country to another. And some people in my family believed that I was betraying Argentina by living somewhere else. So you can imagine how scared I was to then become a citizen of another country. Well, I worked on this internal conflict for years. I wanted to be respectful of myself, my choices, my heart's longing, my spiritual path, my life's journey. I also wanted to be respectful of my Argentinian family, my roots, my ancestors, and my cultural background. Like many of the wonderful people I have supported over the years, when we have an internal conflict, we experience an inner split in which one part of us wants to do one thing while another part of us wants to do something different. And unless we engage with our inner conflict with awareness, openness, maturity, and gentleness, we tend to see things as black or white and consider them as a zero-sum game. For me, after years of self-connection and inquiry about this inner conflict, my decision was to become a U.S. citizen. This decision was based on my core values, and more specifically, the values of being able to express myself and being able to contribute to the community. I knew that if I became a U.S. citizen, my voice would count more, and I could use my voice to help other voices count. So, in 2013, I entered the Fox Theater in the city of Oakland to take the oath to become a U.S. citizen. After checking my identity, an usher gave me a little American flag, and I signaled Matthew to follow me. But the usher told me I could not sit with my family and directed me to my assigned seat in the general admission area of the theater, together with other 2,200 people who were also taking the oath that day. As the ceremony started, we all watched videos, we heard speeches, and heard a beautiful chorus sing American patriotic songs. Then... There was a video from President Obama thanking all of us who were taking the oath for choosing to become an American citizen. At some point in the video, he said, and now the MC will read the name of the country where you were a citizen of, and when you hear the name of your country, please stand up. I have to tell you, my legs felt a bit shaky when I heard Argentina, but of course, I stood up. And in a matter of minutes, the whole general admission seating area was all standing. As we were standing there, the video resumed. President Obama expressed his recognition that the decision to become a citizen of another country was not an easy one because it meant leaving loved ones. He acknowledged that many of us there had to endure extremely challenging experiences in order to be there. Then, he asked us to bring to mind those loved ones in our country of origin, 
and he invited us to feel gratitude for all that they had taught us and everything they had given us. Everyone who was there standing in the general admission area had eyes filled with tears. Some people held hands. The sniffs were almost rhythmic. Then he said, as you feel your gratitude for them, also feel the bravery of your choice. And now raise your right hand and take the citizenship oath and then the Pledge of Allegiance to the United States. I remember my heart was pounding. I had flashes of my dad taking me to piano lessons, my mother fixing my school uniform, my Italian grandmother kicking me out of the kitchen so that I would not steal her raw handmade gnocchi, my two sisters entertaining all my friends with elaborate puppet shows for my fantastic birthday parties, my childhood friends. And the next thing I remember is hearing President Obama saying, now that you are a U.S. citizen, make your voice count and register to vote. The theater's light came on, accompanied by live music, and everybody was congratulating each other. It was very festive and very moving. As soon as I left the general admission area, I looked for Matthew, who was waiting for me by a voting registration table. And now, after a decade later, I can tell you how happy I am that I was respectful of myself, my choices, my heart's longing, my spiritual path, my life's journey, and becoming a U.S. citizen. And my decision also meant being respectful of my Argentinian family, my roots, my ancestors, and my cultural background. In my experience, both countries have a special place in my heart. And through transformative communication, I have learned to have a sense of belonging to both countries. Today, I want to encourage you to use one of the most transformative communication tools you may have access to, and that is to vote. When you vote, your voice counts. When you don't vote, you let others who do make decisions about your health care, your children's or your future children's education, how you care for your body, your family, our planet, what to do with the precious members of our human family who experienced deep trauma, went to war for this country, or don't have a place to live. So, like I was invited to do almost a decade ago, bring to mind the people in your life who have given you love, education, health, comfort, well-being, and out of gratitude for all that they have done for you so that you could be here today, stand up, fill out your ballot, and either mail it or go to vote in person. And if you need an extra nudge, think of all the children in your life, all the children in your family, your neighborhood, your community. They deserve a home, a school, a hospital, a place, a country where they can thrive. So if you are in the United States and you do have the right, make your voice count and vote on November 8th. Thank you so much for listening. 
and a special thanks to all of you who choose to have your voice count. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao ciao. Original music by Gary Lapau. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.